Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And then when they were filming up in Sydney uh, on episode three, I was actually up in Sydney and got to tour the set of episode three up there. How was that? Oh, that was mind-blowing. The Obi-Wan Anakin fight scene uh, on Mustafa, we got to see all that. Really? Yeah. Uh, That was fantastic. So we've got Hayden and uh, Ewan on top of the table on Mustafa fighting it out with the lightsabers and... Yeah, it was just oh, absolutely fantastic. So how did that translate to when you saw it in, in the cinema? Well, we're sitting there watching it in the cinema, and I went, oh, this is the bit I saw. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you sort of blurt stuff like that out. but Because uh, when we went to the set, there was myself and Peter Roberts, who was the editor of uh, the Star Walking Journal at the time. Mm-hmm. What happened was Lucasfilm invited the heads of all the fan clubs from all around the world and the editors of all the... Uh, fan magazines from all around the world to go along and tour the set. But we had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Any articles that we wrote had to be vetted before they were published. Mm -hmm. So it was very, very controlled in terms of the information that was let out. So we got to go along to this tour with all the other heads of the fan clubs from all around the world, which was fantastic. And... um, we went in, we saw the bridge of the Star Destroyer. We walked through that set mm-hmm. uh, where Anakin does the head chop thing. Uh, walked through that set, uh, the uh, corridors at the start, the gimbal for the corridors that were rotating and everything, the elevator shafts and that. Walked through all of those. Is it like, because it's sort of new environments, mm. is it as special as it would have been if it was like, you know, you hear Kevin Smith on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it was magical, the whole thing. I mean, yeah. you, you walk in and you think it's a movie set, but I'm, I'm, I'm standing on the bridge of a Star Destroyer. You yeah, know, this yeah. Is, it was surreal because if you just looked down and not up at the lights or anything, you felt like you were actually in. Yeah, so it was a real, real fanboy moment. Where yeah, you go, yeah, ah, cool. The, the best thing was we went and sat and had lunch in the, the commissary. And uh, our tour guy, which was Steve Sansweet, um, was showing us around. And at the next table was George and Rick McCallum having lunch. I've heard of them. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and we're going, oh, my God, that's George. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Peter Roberts said to Steve, um, look, we're, we're not going to be here for much longer. And that's, that's George Lucas. Can, can we meet him? And Steve goes... I'll go and see if we can disturb him. And so he went over and had a brief chat to George, and then George and Rick came over, and we got to have a chat to him and shook George's hand. And I think I said, love your work or something like that. Um, <laughs> that was about it. You know, <laughs> Perfect <laughs> opportunity to say something really regrettable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was just, yeah, surreal. 
And then after lunch, we went to the the prop department. They got this, they had all the lightsabers from the movies laid out. Awesome. Then they uh, said, "Oh, you can play with them if you like." And we go, <laughs> 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 we, so, "Yeah, that was kind of cool." And then we got to see uh, uh, Padme's coffin. No, classy. Yeah, and we're sort of going, "That's Padme's coffin." Oh my god, she dies. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- but you couldn't tell anybody. And we came home from the tour and I came home and my wife said, what did you see? And I said, stuff. Really? Oh, no, what did you see? What did you see? I can't tell you. You took the contract that oh, seriously. I was dead serious. I was not going to risk that you know, Star Walking's reputation could be damaged by anything getting leaked in Australia. And So you put your reputation as a, oh, yeah. as a fan club ahead of your reputation as a husband. That was it, yeah. And <laughs> Peter was the same. Peter would not let anything slip. And people were trying to ply us with dinners and drinks and everything. I was like, come on, you've got to give us something. No, no, sorry, not telling you anything. Man, that must have been so frustrating. You must have been so annoying to everyone. Oh, uh, it was it was a hard because it was at least uh, eight months, I think. Yeah, before the movie came out, so that whole time we were sitting there going, "Oh, oh, and I can't talk about that." Oh, damn. yeah, you, you you should have taken the Kevin Smith approach. Oh, Just go well, on a, a series of talking. We could have done all these engagements all around Australia, <laughs> you know. Oh, and then we no, I can't tell you about that. You know, oh, I cried when I saw. No, I can't tell you about that. <laughs> But of course, when the movie came out, we're in the foyer and we're saying, we saw that and we saw that and we saw him film this. And we're in the creature workshop and I kicked a box that was under a table. And I thought, oh, what's that? And pulled it out. And there's two babies lying in the box. Oh. And I said to the props guy, is that? And he said, yeah, that's Luke and Leah. And I go, oh my God. And you've got them <laughs> stuffed in a box underneath the table. And go, yeah, well, we're finished with them for now. So. <laughs> and so I guess you couldn't take any photos or anything like that? Oh, no, no, no. No, no photos, no recording devices or anything at all. Peter was madly scribbling notes as he was going along and that all had to be uh, looked at and vetted before he was allowed to go anywhere. So did you see it at Knox? I guess that was the fan club screening for the... Yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember going leaving that car park... And um, just feeling bleak, like it, just just the end was bleak, and then it was the, like I was sort of I, I was oh, really sad that that was the last time we'd do that. The the interesting thing was um, there'd been a lot of um, press screenings of episode three before it got to the actual premiere, so there'd been like three or four screenings of it that, as director of the fan club, I'd gone along to. So I'd already seen it three or four times oh, okay. before the actual premiere. So I fell asleep in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am sitting in the cinema at Knox with his massive screen in the back row. I thought, oh, how embarrassing. Oh, uh, some yeah. head of the fan club you turned out yeah, to be. Yeah, the head of the fan club's fallen asleep during episode <laughs> three. Yeah. <laughs> And I think I think my my wife Laura prodded me a few times. She went, You're snoring. Sorry. Like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. I remember this scene. <laughs> Off I went again. So. There was actually a guy in the uh, the Joe Johnston panel at Comic Con. Two guys. I don't know what they did the night before, but they both were asleep in the panel behind us. Mm. One of them was going the back. Snort. Yeah, he had his head thrown back yeah. for that snort, and the other guy was leaning forward. And the guy leaning forward ended up sort of leaning on his Siri, mm. like on his iPhone, and the <laughs> iPhone started talking. And To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. For just 
$3 a month, you get a dedicated RSS feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use, sending the complete archives of Steel Wars episodes along with bonus Patreon exclusives like movie commentaries, Q&As, and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.